This episode is sponsored by Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. Friendlier is an independently produced conversational podcast that feels like eavesdropping on a phone call between Sarah and Abby, longtime friends, and now parents who met in college more than 15 years ago. On every episode, they review books, share recipes, and explore a sometimes random, sometimes serious topic. If you enjoy our Girl Next Door book club episodes, you'll definitely love the great book recommendations on every episode of Friendlier. So Friendlier is truly one of my favorite shows. I usually listen to episodes on the day they come out, so you know Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. It will come as no surprise that my personal favorite style of podcast is a conversational show between two friends, (laughs) if that sounds familiar. I love feeling like I'm getting to know people when I listen to a podcast, and that's definitely how I feel when I listen to Friendlier. I love getting a little snapshot of what's happening in Sarah and Abby's lives on every episode. And I think they have a similar dynamic to the one that we have, where we have lots of shared interests, but our approaches and personalities are different enough that we always have a lot to talk and laugh about. Recent episodes that we think Girl Next Door listeners would love include Hard Times, Reading as Self-Care, and Traveling with Kids. Find Friendlier wherever you listen to podcasts and connect with Sarah and Abby on Instagram at Friendlier Podcast. Thanks so much for supporting the brands that support our show. And now, on to the show. You're listening to the Girl Next Door Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink and stay a while. Hey friend. Hey friend. So we have been so excited about this episode because today we are talking all about things we are not doing this holiday season. Uh, We'll also be giving you a sneak peek into our first ever girl next door holiday guide. Stay tuned. Lots of tips to keep you jolly. And this is not to be Grinches, far from it, but we have learned the hard way Uh that this time of year, every no is a yes to something else and vice versa. So you have to pick and choose or you'll burn out real quickly. Mm -hmm. So if you're already feeling a little frazzled and your brain needs a soft spot to land among the twinkle lights, welcome friend. We're here for you. We're here. Um, I do have a cocktail for us. This is exciting. A mocktail for both of us because with child and... Tuesday morning. Exactly. So <laughs> it, I actually found this. So the brand is free F R E and it is, um, alcohol removed oh. wine, but this is this, this, they're sparkling brute. So they're champagne. Interesting. So it tastes more like a true champagne than like okay. a sparkling grape right. juice, you right. know? So I mixed up a little mimosa. This is actually an apple cider mimosa. Mm. So it's just apple cider, champagne, and then it's got a cinnamon sugar rim. Mm. Um, I just think this would be super cute as a, you know, Christmas brunch idea. If you're hosting for the holidays, Mm -hmm. super easy. Um, You could also do like a poinsettia, which is a cranberry orange liqueur in champagne. Garnished with an orange twist. There's Christmas champagne, which is cranberry champagne and garnished with lime and frozen cranberries. So it's got Mm. the green and red. Mm -hmm. Or a holiday mimosa punch where you could like pre-mix pineapple juice, orange juice, and grenadine Mm -hmm. in a little carafe and then mix that with the champagne and garnish with an orange slice and maraschino cherry. Yum. So I will link to all these. You could put out, you know, all of the things to make this with a Mm -hmm. little card in front of each one and it would just be super cute and easy, but... Um, and, you know, sometimes we need a little something, something to help us through the holiday That's season right. <laughs> with certain relatives. You know, you never That's know. Right. Ours is non-alcoholic today. All right. But cheers. cheers. Friend. I like that. So basically mm. now it does just taste like sparkling apple cider because That's I put good. apple cider in there. But it's good. It's good. I think you could even go lighter on the apple cider. 
mm-hmm. heavier on the champagne since apple cider is so li- sweet. I like it. It's not overly sweet. Yeah. A little something. Okay. So first off, philosophically speaking, how do you even decide like what to prioritize during this time of year? What are maybe your guideposts in deciding what matters? Okay. I love this question. Um, I have enjoyed reflecting upon it, getting myself ready. It's a deep one, really. It is. So I guess it sounds so simple, but I just try to think about what I find most enjoyable Mm -hmm. during the holidays and what my family finds enjoyable and try to think about where I'm feeling pressure about what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. Like, do I I feel pressure to get the cutest picture at the Christmas tree lot and have us be wearing like matching holiday things? Like, am I feeling pressure to go do all of the, you know, holiday events and the breakfast Mm -hmm. with Santa and this and that? Um, You know, it can be so easy to get drawn into those things and they probably many of them would be fun yeah but it's balancing that with then not feeling the overwhelm yeah. so just trying to think about that for me I and one of the things that I really enjoy is not having a lot of commitments yeah so that's definitely like a push cozy time at home right exactly time with family I do love Christmas baking um seeing my children delight in the holiday season yeah. like like making sure that I'm having time to enjoy their enjoyment, right? you know, and right. not over scheduling us so that I miss that. Um, and having extra time with Chris because his work usually slows down. Yeah. And so fitting in those date nights or those like cozy evenings mm-hmm. at home, things mm-hmm. like that. I like that. Um, like you mentioned, there's so much to do in the name of the holiday spirit and in the name of fun, but you can feel grinchy saying no, but it's like you have to yeah. or else you turn in, you really do turn into a grinch. Well, and it's hard because it's all good things, even like charitable things. Oh, yeah. It all feels like good Worthwhile. stuff. So you are going to have to say no to good, fun things. Exactly. And that's a hard thing to do. Right. right. Yeah. What about you? Um, okay. So I always stop and think about a few kind of questions like, how do I want myself and my family to feel this season? Mm. And if something like chaos is not inevitable, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is a more full time of year. The schedule needs to be juggled and mm-hmm. you need to be intentional with it. But chaos is not. I feel like so many people just throw their hands up like, well, just this time of year, I'm going right. to feel like a crazy person. have to do all the things. And you just really don't. So I think I, I first think about like whether it should or not, if something makes me feel crazy, mm. I'm not going to do it. It might not make feel someone else feel crazy, right. but if doing that thing is going to make me feel stressed mm-hmm. and on edge, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think a lot about if the only reason I'm doing something is out of resentful obligation Ooh. and the weight of other <laughs> That's people's a good phrase. opinions. Resentful obligation. Yes. Let's reflect on that for yeah. a moment. <laughs> it's like you can get deep real quick when uh-huh. family obligations come yeah. up. But like truly, if that is the only reason I'm doing something, mm-hmm. there's then... I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And and there is a difference between obligation and it's yes. like, you know that it would mean yes. a lot to your parents or your grandmother or a great aunt and to do this. And you feel good about doing it even yes. if it's based in exactly. obligation. It's like, yes. you know what, this might be a little bit out of my way, but you know what, it's going to be worth it right. versus this like goes against every fiber yes. of my being. That is And different. if it's only about like other people's opinions mm, right and not like no I know deep down this is the right thing for me mm-hmm. to do that's mm-hmm. different yes so I think that that is easier said than done yeah but the more you can kind of go back to that the more and the more you can stick to that the more people will respect it mm-hmm. I think that people stop having quite as many vocalized opinions about your plans when you stick to your guns mm, gotcha. it becomes easier and easier so tip. 
that's one thing. Um, I always, I also ask myself, like, what do I legitimately enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. If I love having a perfectly decorated house mm-hmm. because I just enjoy doing them, yeah. that, then I also shouldn't feel bad about that. Right. Or, you know, the going all out with gift wrap or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just looking at the big picture, like even logistically with the calendar, sitting down mm-hmm. and looking at that yeah. and then thinking about like, will this matter? Does anybody even care? Or is mm-hmm. it just something we do because it's what we've always done? Yeah. And will anybody even remember this? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I really like that sitting down with like the whole month of December, really, November and, and probably December. exactly <laughs> yeah. really November leading up to Thanksgiving through New Year's and like for me, I said, I don't like to be overcommitted. And so if I'm seeing two plus obligations per weekend, mm-hmm. that will just like give me anxiety yep. right away. You yep. know, I love to see a free weekend day in there. So we are just having that cozy family mm-hmm. time or we do feel like, oh, let's drive around and look at Christmas lights mm-hmm. tonight. We're not too exhausted to go and do that. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. Okay, so we're going to go back and forth and just each share five specific things we are intentionally not doing this Christmas. I love this so much. (laughs) You brought this genius idea to us and I've had such enjoyment thinking about it's the like, things. yeah, it's, it's like the equivalent. <laughs> it's the holiday mental equivalent of like cleaning out a closet. Yes, it really is. Yes, like, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to feel yeah. good about yeah. it. Okay. So the first thing, um, we are not doing any family photos. Okay. And we usually don't around this time. Mm-hmm. And it is a time when a lot of people start getting the family photos mm-hmm. in October leading up to the holidays. And it's just already a busy time. Um, I take lots of pictures. Yeah. I think pretty good pictures of our family throughout mm-hmm. the year and make photo cards with that. So we don't have the like styled, perfectly photographed mm-hmm. Christmas cards and it's fine. Yeah. We're not either. And, and, to be. and I think it's one of those things that that's not a bad thing to do. None of these totally. things are if bad things to do, to do that, if yeah. you enjoy doing them. It's a little bit stressful for Chris. And so I find that it's just a great thing to leave off our list that I'm fine not doing it. And then it's not like an yeah. obligation and stressful yeah. thing for him. We'll like do pictures maybe like at another time yeah. of the year. It doesn't have to be this time mm-hmm. of year. Love that. Um, we are not traveling over the holiday break, oh, which right. is rare. Yeah. I feel like these days and especially living away from family, obviously by definition, that means we're not seeing a lot of our family mm-hmm. over break, mm-hmm. but we also found, and I don't, I, I've, sure some people can relate, especially if you live out of state from a lot of your extended family, is that it really is not the best time for us all to get together anyways. Of course, like we are all a little homesick at Mm -hmm. Christmas and we miss each other, but everybody has other in-law obligations and everyone's schedule is crazy. Yeah. Plus you add in the gift thing Mm -hmm. and the price of travel pretty much doubling. Yep. And weather, traveling to Wisconsin specifically. So like it just... We, a few years ago, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but just said, you know what? We are going to be home at least Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm. And that was well before we had kids. And Mm -hmm. that meant really we just didn't travel over Christmas Mm -hmm. at all because it was, you know, further. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, something else we kind of learned the hard way going back and not even really being able to see everybody and then feeling stressed and sad like we didn't get our own holiday. Right. So we have... And and it was hard at first too. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you are feeling like that is something you need to do, you're gonna mm-hmm. ruffle some feathers at first. But mm-hmm. now we get together other times of year, and that time tends to be more quality. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're not doing that. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, my next one, I am not sending as many Christmas cards. Okay. So my Christmas card list has gotten quite large. I would say probably a hundred plus. Oh. And then I usually like to include one of our Christmas cards in like the teacher yeah. cards that I give, mm-hmm. you know, like those other kind of like local yeah. things. Um, and I, I do love the spirit of sending Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. I love sending a little holiday cheer mm-hmm. um, to people that we don't see as often as a little reminder, like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of you mm-hmm. in all these different corners of the country. Um, but it is just a lot. Yeah. And it's a project that I do all myself. Yeah. And there are just people on the list that honestly, otherwise during the year, I'm never in touch with. Right maybe on social media or something, but we're not having conversations or being in touch otherwise. And so, yeah, honestly, just to give myself a little bit like shorter of a stack Mm -hmm. of addressing Christmas cards, which I do address by hand and I'm sure I could figure out how to get them to print out. I'm not going to do that. Right. (laughs) At least not this year. Right. (laughs) Um, And just to save a little bit of money. Yeah. Stamps are like, oh my gosh. The cards themselves are expensive. So yeah. I will say I do save money by, I design my own Christmas card and then I get them printed on postcards. Mm -hmm. So I spend usually, and I'll like wait for one of these companies to have a sale. I'll get a hundred Christmas cards for... 30 to 40 dollars oh, okay that's a steal yeah good so it's, so it's pretty good yeah but still yeah. i could give myself less up. to do totally mm-hmm. and i will say with a lot of these things and that is definitely one of them i feel like it lets other people off the hook too yeah. when you're the first one to be like i'm just you know i'm just gonna call this you don't you don't yeah. have to explicitly say anything right. but then they don't have you ever sent like an obligation christmas card like uh-huh. after the fact like you're scrambling <laughs> right. oh they weren't on my list but they sent yes, me one I have. yes so i have so i feel like it frees up other people sometimes yes. Um, I am intentionally not stressing about everything being perfect. I, I love it. Lo- and I've, I, I've tried to be more like this in general, but, um, I love Christmas and I love the more is more philosophy. Mm-hmm. I really do. But I've also learned like stressing from, you know, about everything from the perfect gift to the ho- mm-hmm. all homemade food, like does that all really matter? Or going back to those benchmark questions, like, is it more about how I feel, how I'm making people around me feel? Yeah. So like put that store-bought veggie tray Good. in something pretty mm-hmm. and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares if you chopped the celery yourself <laughs> No. or add a little something thoughtful to a gift card. Yeah. Gift cards are fine. Right. You know, just letting yourself off the hook about the perfection yeah. thing is huge. Good. So you feel like those are those two of your like those main are strategies two, yeah. for this, like yeah, where you find like, yourself stressing out the yeah. homemade food and then like and the like gifts. If it's, if it's between me having somebody over mm-hmm. and having my house perfectly clean and all homemade things, mm-hmm. you know, or not having that person over right. at all. I'd rather have the person over yeah. and go get a few things at Trader Joe's right. and have a dirty floor. Yeah. You know? Right. And Nobody have will you notice. ever like stressed out to the point of a gift that then you just don't give a gift entirely yes. or then you like get something super yes. last minute that um, is like way less thoughtful than you intended yes. for it to be. Like it would have been better off me getting a thoughtful gift card of something that they would really use and yeah. love. And a nice note. And then a nice note. Yeah. Right. But, but now I have completely scrambled and they're getting like a circle K gift card. <laughs> exactly. You know it's I mean? like whatever <laughs> Walgreens has. Exactly. And it's like On whatever Christmas you were Eve. sure that Wal- the gift card that Walgreens <laughs> always carries for sure they don't right. have it that day. It's just, Yeah. <laughs> It, it never, it doesn't serve anybody to worry right. about being perfect. So yes. 
Um, okay, my next one. I have no plans to buy any new decorations this year, nor any feelings of not having enough Christmas decorations. Okay. Um, because I do also love for a house to be Christmassy mm-hmm. and warm and cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know me, I'm an underbuyer, mm-hmm. so I like struggle with uh-huh. that push and pull yes. of wanting to get more versus then having a hard time spending the money or feeling guilty or stressed about spending the money. And I feel like I'm remembering from last year, I felt like, okay, like our house looks Christmassy. When you walk in, you know that it's Christmas. Yeah. When you walk into totally. my house, you know that it's Christmas. And I think there are certainly things that I would like to add over the years, Yeah, but this year is not the year. Yeah. Or if I'm you really truly find something you love versus exactly. just feeling like I yes. need to fill this up with more Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. If I come across something that's just like, oh, I just love it so much. But otherwise I am not going to be like browsing the target aisles of Christmas decor feeling mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to buy it all, but I'm stressed about mm-hmm. the price. So I'm letting go of that. Related to that. Mm-hmm. I am not putting up anything I don't love for Christmas. Oh, very good. Because I feel like holiday decorations are one of those things that like um, you end up with some collected stuff mm-hmm. that might not necessarily be your style. Some gifted, or, some hand-me-down. Yeah, or, or just, just maybe yeah. not your style anymore. Or right. you feel obligated to put out that mm-hmm. nativity that grandma gave you or mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah. I just, I'm not putting out anything I don't love. I feel like moving into our new house, that was like a big thing as mm-hmm. I got rid of tons of, of holiday decor and just really focused on things that I love that added to, yeah. you know, if I'm walking around with the snowman, right, begrudgingly trying to play, find a place to put <laughs> right. it, Have some maybe just corner. send it to Goodwill. <laughs> right. Somebody else exactly. may, you know, a college student who needs a little yes. snowman. <laughs> so that is something that I am not doing. I love it. Um, okay. I, we in our family are not buying for every adult in the family okay. a gift. And I'm very excited about this. So we started doing a secret Santa just among the adults in my family last year. Mm-hmm. And we got Chris's family on board this nice. year. So that just took like, instead of like six adults per yes. family, yeah. it's down, you know, I'll buy for two adults. Chris will buy for two adults. Um, I just love it. We kind of have a little bit bigger of a budget then Mm -hmm. for those people. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you can go buy something a little bit nicer. Um, And I will say another benefit to this that I just have kind of realized is I am kind of the coordinator of gifts and Christmas in our family. Um, and I've realized Chris and I just have very different gift giving strategies. Uh He will buy a gift, but it might be on December 23rd and he's emailing a gift card or like that, like it's on its way from Amazon. Yeah. That stresses me out. Right. I don't need that kind of holiday stress. Now your name's not on it if he does (laughs) that. Exactly. That's lovely. And so I would just find myself kind of almost feeling these dual feelings of kind of like begrudgingly why am I thinking about what your right. brother would want for right. Christmas when I don't spend that much time right. with him, but at the same time knowing, well, I could leave it to Chris, but then he won't do it in the way mm-hmm. that I want, you know? And so now he has the people he's going to buy for. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. It's secret. It's up to him. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Very so yes, good. I'm loving it. Um, okay. Number four thing we are not doing is we are not participating in every school, mm. church, mm-hmm. community, holiday event. Yes. Um, I like to think of it as a buffet. It's all offered. That's right. You pick and choose what you want to do. Nobody should be expected to do it all. Even just if you look at just the school things, 
you can't do it all. You cannot go to the holiday concert mm-hmm. and do the toy drive and mm-hmm. do the um, can't breakfast drive. with Santa. Mm-hmm. Like pick and choose some things that are important to yeah. you or your kids. Your kids probably don't care about half that stuff. Right. So let's yeah. be real. Right. They it, probably don't know about half of it. Right. It is not all mandated. It is offerings that yep. you may choose to partake in. And yep. the much more meaningful because of it. Mm-hmm. So just say no. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number five is we are not hosting anything big around Christmas this year. Nice. Usually we would host Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And part of this is just because we are traveling back to Austin okay. um, for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But I kind of realized like, hey, that means we're not hosting anything. And I'll definitely help be helping yeah. cook and stuff. But there is You're just kind of, yeah, bit. it's kind of a relief. And I also always find around the holidays, like I kind of wish we had a Christmas party. Yeah. Like I kind of in my like, you know, this, idealistic. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like we host this like lovely, you know, cookie happy hour right, or, right. you know, op- Christmas open house or something. And it's just not the stage of life that yeah. we're in quite mm-hmm. right now. Maybe it will be in a few years. And I'm just letting go of guilt yeah. of feeling guilty that we're not hosting yeah. something like that. I like that. Um, I am not following anyone's rules, including my own, okay. about when I can decorate what traditions I do, et cetera. So my family growing up was very (laughs) militaristic Uh about tradition. And one thing that was really hard for us, actually, when we decided to like not be traveling home for Christmas and not Mm -hmm. doing Christmas morning with my parents then and, you know, start our own traditions Mm -hmm. is that that was really hard for them is just like, this is when you always do it. Gotcha. And this is, it's not Christmas without these things. And so I feel like though... I realized along the way and I have even said this to my family and I think we've come a long way is that like, yeah, but we wouldn't have those traditions in the first place if you weren't real strict about carving mm-hmm. out like your own new traditions, mm-hmm. you know, so right. that, so that is something that I have to every year fight mm-hmm. a little bit against even the ones that we have like set for ourselves. Yeah. I am decorating early because Mm -hmm. we won't be here for Thanksgiving. We Uh are traveling for Thanksgiving. This is before Thanksgiving when this is being recorded. So um, I usually wait till after Thanksgiving, especially if we're going to be here. But I'm like, no, yeah, I am feeling the spirit and I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. with it. Like and Thanksgiving who's, is who's so rules late are this these? year. So, yes, exactly. Yes. So I want to come back and enjoy Christmas yeah. already all set to that'll go. Be lo- that'll be such a lovely yeah. way to return home. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, forget the rules. Yeah. I'm grown. Yeah, I'm I do grown. what I want. A grown woman, right? And I yes. even my own rules. It's yes. not. It's nothing is set in stone. It's Question all about everything. It's fluid. Yes, <laughs> I have a bonus not doing that. I'm going to add here. Because <laughs> We're not doing all kinds of things. Exactly. Let's keep on going. <laughs> I was just talking with Chris about this this morning. Related to since we are traveling. We might not put up a Christmas tree. Okay. Or we're going to get like a pretty short tree and put it on it like a table. Yeah. And just get out a Call few good. Christmas decorations yeah. to put on it. Yeah. And I'm just feeling good about that. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay. and I think part of what holds us back, even with our own rules, is that we think if we do something one way one year, right, that means we can never do that thing again. Like, mm-hmm. that means we're never going to put up, or oh, are we just these people now who don't put <laughs> right. up a Christmas tree? <laughs> right. And like, you could give yourself permission to change yes. your mind any given year. Right. Some years you may be feeling it more yeah. or have the resources uh-huh. or whatever, and mm-hmm. some years not. Yeah. So, all right. So, if you are feeling like you need some help, mm-hmm. you need a holiday co pilot. To hold your hand, because let's face it, moms are usually the pilot. Mm-hmm. 
driving the Christmas airplane. Is that the right analogy? I, I feel like I mix trains, planes, and automobiles there. But if you are on our email list, you should have already received our holiday co-pilot guide on December 1st to kick off this month. If you are not yet on our email list, it's not too late. You can sign up on our website at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we will be still be sending that out through this weekend. It is just an email it's an email treasure, really, yes. full of tips and tricks, a few favorite recipes, our holiday playlist, yeah. and just all kinds of other things to help you stay sane and be merry and peaceful this yes. month. So yes. it's got kind of that peace focus. That's right. A, so. a gift from us to you. Yes. All right. So what about getting partners or other family members on board? We touched on this a little bit, but like yeah. any approaches that you found helpful, because it can be sensitive, yeah. um, especially if you're like newly married, newly starting right. your own thing. So yeah. what do you think? Um, so one thing like in terms of with your partner, I would just say talking about it early. Like mm -hmm. for me, I kind of start the Christmas wheels start turning right after Halloween. Yeah. So kind of starting to talk with Chris, like Christmas game planning, like what are we thinking? Mm -hmm. What are we kind of, let's kind of start getting on the same page about what or how much we're getting the boys. Um, like what is our gift giving approach this year? And so I would definitely say just having those conversations so that they're not happening at really stressful times. Like, right. well, we have to pick a gift for right. your sister right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and also listening to the ideas that they do have, which yeah. I am guilty as charged also because guilty. I've got a lot of ideas. Yeah. And it turns out <laughs> when I'm asking for your input, what I really want to hear is whatever you think, or I'm like right. expecting him to come up with whatever I've got in my right. head. <laughs> Do you you do can that? tell me your opinion as long as it's what I already think. Exactly. It's so unfair. Like I'll hear myself doing I do that too. Like he'll give some gift suggestions and here I am shooting them down. Like yeah. no wonder gift giving mm -hmm. can be stressful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I guess in terms of like talking with family members, I will say luckily both of our families are pretty open and flexible and it doesn't seem like anyone's like kind of the whole like heart of the family is not rooted in Christmas, yes. uh -huh. you know? So I, I think there's not as much strict tradition kind of on either side. Um, so it seems like they've been, you know, open to mm -hmm. kind of doing some stuff differently. We did in years past float the idea of a secret Santa and it was like, no, we don't want to do that. <laughs> Everyone smiled and shouted out of the yeah. sky. <laughs> so, you know, I guess yeah. just being open that it might, it might not go over, but right. hopefully there can be a conversation, but it did go over well this year. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe try again. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, I will say too, I think that the two topics of like communicating with your partner mm -hmm. in your immediate family, how you're going to do things and your extended family are actually really related mm. to, mm -hmm. I think some of the tension comes from feeling like you're in the middle maybe yeah. of your immediate family and your extended. And or they're like speaking for that side of the family, yes. even if their yes. opinions don't necessarily or feeling like defensive yeah. or whatever. So I think first of all, something that has helped us is we really try hard to decide what we capital, we mm -hmm. are going to do first okay. and just approach it that way. Like we are team, mm -hmm. tiny team lad, like yeah. our, our little foursome. Right. What are we going to do first? 
and as far in advance and before other conversations mm-hmm. as possible. So for those things that are like still maybe up in the air um, when we're getting together with who or what, we try to just say, okay, you know, have those conversations about the calendar. Mm-hmm. What can we do? When are you off? Yep. All of that. Because if you start talking to extended family about all of that before right. you've talked Ooh. to your partner, right? that's just a recipe right. for disaster. So deciding, yeah. okay, this is what works for us. These are our non-negotiables mm-hmm. and these are the things we're willing to be flexible on mm-hmm. and then send out to the extended family. Right. Um, I like that. And I think, you know, something we've done that again, hasn't always been without pushback, but it, it can be respected is if we just, we just kind of communicate it that way to our extended family. Like here's what we are doing. Mm-hmm you are welcome to join us for blah, blah, blah. Or mm-hmm. we can be in right. Wisconsin this time. You know, right. tell them like what you're willing to do right mm-hmm. off the bat and what you're not kind yeah. of. Um, and then I've also found too to just keep in mind that there is a lot of um, like grief around the holidays sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's even just like like my parents grieving the fact that they don't have little ones around mm-hmm. their tree at Christmas morning yeah. anymore. Like those things that are important for me, they've also lost. Yeah. So it, you know, in one way. Yeah. And so thinking about that and just being sensitive to that, but that not letting that drive all your decision making. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think along with that kind of emphasizing the other times you, you will get together mm-hmm. or the other things you will do mm-hmm. and why, mm-hmm. um, not in a, I need to defend my decision kind of way, but just in a like, Hey, I just like it so much more when you guys come out in the springtime and we have yeah. quality time together or whatever that might be. Um, and then a phrase that we've been doing a lot with each other, not just around the holidays, mm-hmm. but it's super helpful this time of year when things are stressful, especially when we find ourselves pulled in those, those two different directions yeah. is asking our partner, like, what do you need from me right here? Mm. Like what is helpful Yeah. instead of, cause it automatically puts you on their team. Right. Versus like, right. You know, your family versus my right. family. Well, or, what do you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That, that's the rude way to ask that <laughs> exactly. same question. Because sometimes it is like, I don't know what to do here. Like right. you kind of have to. But it's like, how can I support you? Yes. Ask, what do you need from me? And sometimes mm-hmm. that may be like, be quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just let me handle it or whatever. Yeah. So that's right. a helpful phrase. Very good. So any Christmas traditions or rituals? This was actually a listener question um, that are like just for you. No husband, no kids. It's not about extended family involvement. What do you just love to do for you? Oh, I love it. I feel like this is something everyone should have in their December. I think what I've really developed over the past couple of years that we've talked about are my Christmas elfing days. Yes. And I have adopted this tradition. Starting starting back when I was working full time, I would take off two or three days, like somewhere around that like December 10th mark. Yes. So you're like into the holidays, you've gotten shopping done, but you're early enough that you still have plenty of time to do everything. And it is, it is, it's time to hopefully like nearly get all of Christmas done. I love being done early. That is, that is a Christmas treat for me because then I'm done with obligation. I can just enjoy myself. And it's a way to give those tasks space and to enjoy them. Like I do enjoy wrapping presents and thinking about who I'm Mm -hmm. like gifting to and stuff, but I have a holiday movie on and I got a peppermint mocha and and I have no kids around. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll take myself out to lunch. So anyway, I just love that. I try to give myself enough time um, that I can also do a little bit of holiday baking. Um, last year I did that while watching the holiday great British baking show, which I'd never watched before. It it was delightful. Um, 
And this is not a tradition yet. Maybe sometimes I try to fit it in. I maybe need to like solidify it as a tradition. It's just like a shopping day mm-hmm. that is like the same way. That's just, that's not stressful. Right. That's not like I'm right. not running around to get the last minute stuff, but like, oh, I want to go pick out a thoughtful gift for mm-hmm. this person. So I'm going to go enjoy, enjoy myself. Enjoy kind of that atmosphere and yeah, everything. exactly. Yeah. And I will also say, um, just like reading a few great books around the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I would love for recommendations if anyone yeah. has great holiday reads that aren't cheesy because yes. so many like Christmassy yeah. themed stuff is like way too cheesy. Right. Sometimes What's, like, I love cozy, but yeah. not necessarily like yeah. Hallmark Channel. And sometimes I do love to read like a great murder mystery or something yeah, around something, the holidays. Yeah, it's great like for that. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? I, ha- I too have adopted the hel- the elf days and really like even working from home now, I feel like it still needs to be set aside as yes. like this Wednesday and Thursday, Blocked I'm not out. making plans with friends. Yep. I am, you know, I'm not gonna do doing shopping this other this work. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like really kind of planning it out. Um, and then it just is something fun and to look forward to and not something to stress about. Um, I usually get a decorating day all to myself because mm. that is like probably what I love about Christmas yeah. the most. Yeah. And Jeremiah will often take the kids to a movie or something like that day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. This That's year perfect. we won't be here, so it'll be a little different, but he usually gives me like one full day to just kind of mm-hmm. do my thing in the house and create a wonderland. Yeah. And I just love that. Um, I actually have had this happen by accident and I'm like, I need to make this happen this Christmas. Uh-huh. So I've had days that were like a self-care pampering day, but kind of by accident mm-hmm. where I happened to have like a hair appointment and mm-hmm. a nail appointment scheduled the yeah. same day. And then you kind of don't have time to do much in between. Right. So you like take a nap. Yeah. So I'm like, that's, I think that's, ac- that's going to happen in yes. December. I love that. Um, I would like just like a reading afternoon yes. at some point where uh. I just go up in my room and turn on my sound mm. machine and like some Saturday afternoon that just lovely. cozy up and read. Um, and then, yeah, like decorating always though, like the fancy tree, we put like a fancier tree out here and that's all me. Like mm-hmm. you don't get to touch. <laughs> we have a family tree, Sister but I kind of change that one up and just make that a fun little creative expression and lovely. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it for holiday business. Yeah. Um, but what about obsessions? What are you obsessed with lately? Okay. My obsession is the completion of a project that I have been wanting to finish for two years now. And that is making a photo book of all of Dash's artwork from, I called it the photo book. I called it, um, like Dashiell's art first scribbles through pre-kindergarten. Cute. And, so I think I've talked about before of how I collect and kind of save their yeah. artwork. Um, I'll take pictures of it individually on a white poster board and then I keep it in Google photo. And I've just kind of had this idea that, you know, when they started kindergarten, I would collect all that. Like I said, all that before kindergarten artwork, mm-hmm. make a photo book. And I mean, just I've saved like the hard copies of a handful of things, but most of it has yeah. been thrown away over the years. Anyway, um, I've just been meaning to get around to that. I finally did. I ordered the book. I think it should be here this week. And it just feels so satisfying. Yes. That's a big deal. It's a huge one. I love that. Yep. I would be obsessed too. Um, my obsession is an obsession plus an update. So I am going to therapy oh, every two weeks you. now. We're going to the same therapist. Yes. I love her. I'm so proud of you. Um, yeah. I so just, glad. I wanted to give an update because we talked about this in our mental health uh, episode. And... I just can't stress enough. Like I never want to not go again. Good. Like literally it, I think I've only done three sessions, three Mm -hmm. or four. 
but already like just the the fact that you're setting aside that time every yes. couple of weeks yes automatically like spills over into the rest of your yeah. weeks so There's it's something just, about that man it's been really really good so far and again nothing like groundbreaking but just that focus on wellness and on mm-hmm. myself and on perspective like yeah it's huge so especially this time of year when things get stressful if you are feeling like you need a little help or if you're feeling like i just want to be preventative yeah. go find you a therapist yes. because it's amazing yes oh i'm so proud of yeah. you and i'm so happy i cannot recommend it thing. enough very uh, good um okay how about neighborhood news I do have a neighborhood news story and it was funny. It's kind of something that didn't happen directly to me, but I was there to hear the story. So we were down at our neighbor, Melissa's house. The boys had been playing there and Chris and I were like picking them up and about to head home. And then this van pulls up and this woman got out kind of a grandmotherly woman. Mm -hmm. And Melissa was standing out there too. And she just came over. She was like, I just have to stop by and tell you the story of something that happened. I think it was just earlier that day. Uh She was like, I was coming to tutor um, this teenager that lives like a few, a few houses down. Yeah. But I couldn't quite remember the address. And it was like the same numbers as Melissa's house, but kind of in like, oh, okay. Inversed or something. Yeah. And she'd never been there before. And they had said, and we'll leave the garage door open for you. Okay. Well, here's the house address that she thinks has the numbers. The garage is open. So she pulls up. She goes in like through the garage, tries the garage door like into the house and it's open and she opens it and comes in. (laughs) Melissa has a three-year-old and he was there like in the kitchen. Yeah. And apparently he said, oh, hi, come in. (laughs) He's a very friendly little kid. So she was like, oh, okay. Like, so she just came in. Oh, she thought it was like the the little brother or something. Oh yeah. She's not deterred, like nothing weird going on yet. And I, I think then, like, at that point, she must have said, like, well, is so-and-so here? Uh-huh. And then I think her son was just like, mm, he doesn't live here or something. <laughs> and, and then, or I can't remember if then there was something else that clued this woman, like, I, I don't think I'm at the oh right Oh, my gosh, house. how embarrassing for her. <laughs> so, anyway, and I, I don't know, like, obviously, her son wasn't there alone, but like one of the adults must have been yeah. in the back like this woman must have made her exit before yeah. like being caught as a right. stranger in the house so she was just coming like so I just wanted to tell you that story that if he mentions like a strange woman coming into the yeah, house yeah. that was me but it was an accident <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just like this funny convergence yeah. of all these things well I had actually volunteered with Melissa uh, that same week and she was saying that they she was like in the back bedroom or whatever okay yeah and by the time she came out they right nobody was there and right. then, then later they were telling her yeah this grandma came in <laughs> and like how creepy right like right, right around halloween time yes. like who's this what? ghost grandma that came yes, in my house exactly. and she's like what <laughs> and like they're explaining she's like you have to come tell me like you don't right. you know i'm glad she was nice and right and then that she had stopped over or whatever yes. so it was so funny so it was like if you want anyone to quote unquote break into your house you would want this woman she's like a grandma she had 10 kids and has all these grandkids (laughs) and stuff but yes (laughs) so so funny that's really nice of her to stop by though because like you would be panicky if you just heard that without any explanation totally totally (laughs) so i have some neighborhood news we had an um accidental midnight bike ride with the kids not midnight but late (laughs) late night so we had taken we had some friends in town and we took our bikes down um down the trail to downtown for okay, dinner fun. and we went early we went at like three yeah. thinking okay we have a couple hours and then we can bike yeah. back before it gets dark well 
it gets dark real early. Sure does. Like we got about halfway home and we're on these back trails and there's like canals right, right. next to us and whatever. And it is dark. Dark. Like, thank goodness the moon was out because literally, I mean, it was just kind of funny because it was a little <laughs> making me nervous. And right. Julia's like, I can't see her. Like, I'm like, just stay right behind her. Like, follow the person in front of you. Oh my so gosh. it's just... It was a little nerve wracking. I think we need bike yeah. bike lights yeah. just in case. That always catches I don't you recommend. unaware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like look at us being so outdoorsy. That's and then, right. You know, nightfall. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have. Make sure you're you're signed up for our girl next door email list, and you can get that um, holiday co-pilot. Thanks so much for listening. As always, you know where you can find us on Instagram, where Hi Girls Next Door, and find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com where you can find the show notes and links from this episode um, and any of our episodes. And then our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. But what about obsessions? What are you obsessed with lately? It's a great question, Erica. <laughs> you can well, shit. Give me a minute. <laughs>